Welcome to After News with Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the Marcus Rand Project, and our mission at Afternoon Agency is to curate authentic stories that reflect intersectionality. Um, and the purpose of this podcast is to create conversations around topics that are relevant to our industry and our culture. And today I'm here with the one and only Mr. J. Flex. Hey, how you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Hanging yeah. in there. It was pretty early, I know. Um, so why don't you give us like a really brief summarized version of your so like what do you like to do? What are you into? What's your zodiac sign? Um <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah, like a playlist? <laughs> <laughs> um well my name's Jay. I'm from Milwaukee originally. Um currently I live in Brooklyn, New York. Um I'm a Libra. Uh mm. I'm a I'm a Libra Leo Leo. Mm. So I'm a Libra son and the uh, Leo rising and moon. Um, what else? I, I don't know. I just like things that look pretty. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, what am I listening to right now? I'm, I'm listening to a lot of uh, British hip hop, um, like Loyal Carner. Interesting. Um, I'm listening to uh, a whole host of things. I'm listening to an artist named Genevieve, uh, Cleo Soul, uh, uh, Snow Allegra. Mm, okay. uh, there's this really, really dope British artist that I really like. Uh, her name's Arlo Parks. Um, I love her. And yeah, I'm listening to some uh, some rap too. I'm, I'm listening to a lot of in the last like 24 to 48 hours, I've been listening to a lot of Snoop and DMX since they did that versus. Okay, okay, uh, yeah, so versus. How do you feel yeah, about so, the, the outcome of that? I, I I didn't watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really, I think they were cooler at the beginning when folks weren't like singing along and, and rapping along to the song that they were playing. I think like just play the, I think it would be doper if they would just like sit there and play the song, like play a little bit of the song. We could vibe out for a second. We don't have to like look at the awkwardness of you being, you trying to perform in front of like no audience and we don't have to, you know, you don't have to keep up with like your old music. If you forgot the words, you don't have to pretend to like know the words to the other person's song. It's mm. just like I wish they would just play play the song a little bit, a little snippet of it, have a little conversation backstory about, you know, how this record was made and who helped with it and where they were in their life when they made it. Kind of like behind the scenes, kind of like background mm-hmm. information on why they made the decisions they made in the song instead of just like giving us a concert. Um, but yeah, overall, like the music is amazing. You know, Snoop and DMX have some of them, like the best catalogs in rap music, so it's dope. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so, just to reiterate, our topic for today is just a discussion between two creatives. Um, Jay is one of the best to do it. I've heard. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's I'm working. <laughs> so he took time out of his day today to chat with me as well. I'm also a creative and I'm at the beginning stages of my career. So we're just gonna, we're gonna chop it up and just, you know, see what the similarities and differences are. Um, and so Jay, let's, let's go back to MGP. So you're an alumni of the program that I'm currently in. And so just tell me, tell me like, how did you come to find out about 
MGP and like, what was your role? Wow. Yeah. So, um, it was really happenstance that I found out about MGP. Um, so I, I went to the university of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and during my senior year, I worked in the marketing department. Um, and my manager in the marketing department was like, Hey, I found this, you know, this, this, this thing. Cause I, I would, I would go back and forth to Chicago from Milwaukee all the time. Uh, cause oh, my girlfriend lived there. Yeah. So like I would go there all the time and, and, she was like, here's an event that you should go to. And it was called How to Be Black and Make It in Advertising. And it was a mixer. So I went to the mixer um, and I met um, Prismatic, which is the 2014 class of Marcus Graham Project. Um, mm-hmm. I met Prismatic and I met uh, two people specifically. I met Curtis Taylor Jr. And I met Lincoln Stevens. And uh when I met both of them it kind of like clicked in my mind that this was like a super dope program I hadn't heard of it before I heard about it in the room because Lincoln did a pitch of the whole program and explained to everybody in the program I mean in the room what the program was so I was just like mesmerized and I was just like I have to be in this program and it just so happened that me and Curtis shared you know uh similarities and that we were both uh alphas and I stayed in contact with Curtis and I stayed in contact with Lincoln and I would blow Curtis's email up and I would blow Lincoln's email up asking like when the application was going to drop. Uh, I wanted them to keep stay updated on all the work I was doing and things like that. Cause I was like, I have to be in this program. And then um, interviews rolled around. Um, and I got selected for an interview and <laughs> I'll never forget this. I was in DC visiting my brother, uh, for the week when I did my interview and I was so nervous. And then like they answered, they, the first question they asked me and it was asked by Curtis and I was like, I was so, uh, caught off guard that I didn't think Curtis would set me up like that. But he asked me, I guess at the end of the day, I should have been prepared but he asked me what my favorite advertisement was mm. and I don't have faith like I don't I don't really have favorites of anything so it's not really like it's not like I didn't do my homework but it's like I didn't I did there's it's really hard for me to pick something off the top of my mind and be like hey this is my favorite so and so so I like bombed that whole question and it was just so frustrating they asked me like three more questions and they were like thank you very much and I was like, dang, I've really met, I messed that up. <laughs> so I just like, I didn't think I got it. I, I didn't think I got in at all. I just like went about my day. I was kind of bummed for a little bit because I was like, dang, I really wanted that, but I know I messed it up because I'm just like, I've been in interviews before and it's just like, they're not messing with me at all. <laughs> so then uh, a few weeks later, I was, uh, I was in a very large group of, uh, large gathering of people. <laughs> and then uh, uh, I got a call from John and they told me that I got in the program um, and I was just super happy. And um, yeah, I went on, I went on to like meet some of like the best people, you know, in, in best creatives, best people that I've, I've met mm-hmm. in my life through the Marcus Graham project. And, you know, I'm, 
I'm, I'm super grateful for like all the relationships I've built and, you know, all the people that I, I got to meet and, and, you know, some of my best friends are friends that I, you know, I'm in the, pro, in the, in the program. So yeah, super. Mark's grand project is, I'm eternally grateful. Yeah, for sure. I, I think to echo that, you know, just going off of my experience in the program right now, um, it's definitely, we've definitely, I feel like I'm, like I'm related to these people, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've just grown really close over like a short span of time. And so like, I, it's, yeah, I really appreciate them. And it's almost like having like a secondary support system. Like we're always supporting one another. And so I can just, yeah, I can relate to that. Just kind of having like these, these newfound group of people that I just, I feel so close to who are like amazing creatives kind of like, yeah. me, you know, um, yeah, how's so, the process, how's the process being remote? That's an interesting question. That's an interesting <laughs> question. Um, and that was something I was going to ask you, like, what do you think? Um, how is your process different, you know, with being in person? But um, it's definitely been different. Um, a, a very, like, interesting challenge. And yeah. when I say challenge, I don't necessarily mean, like, a bad one, per se. It's, 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 it's something that we've had to, we had to adapt to. Um, okay. I think we're doing that pretty well. Um, it definitely has allowed us to, well, I think the one downside of it is there's just that personal element that's missing, yeah. you know, whether uh -huh. you do it in person. But at the same time, I think we've really made it our mission to kind of really get to know each other and like learn each other's communication styles. And now we have to over communicate just so that yeah. we're all on the same page. So it, it's been interesting. It's definitely been challenging, but it's been a fun challenge. Um, and I think that's something that we've learned a lot from you know just the way the world is working right now <laughs> yeah of, yeah for sure you know so like what so how like how how are you like what's your experiences like right now like when you're working and everything's virtual like is it dip, like does that impede your creative process or are you finding it more like liberating more freeing to work from your own uh, space I, I said I, i'd say a little bit of both like i think like mainly what my thing is is like i want to have control over my time right mm -hmm. and um i think that's what i'm that i think if I, in, a, in a job in general is that's what i'm looking for it's just like a job that will allow me to have control over my time mm -hmm. and um remote work definitely allows you to do that uh i do think i do think i'm working a lot more than i would ever work in an office um mm -hmm. just in the terms of like hours of productivity it's just like I spend way more time at my desk I walk away from my desk a lot less because like I'm not walking that far um to get up and it's like I, I I'm in my house so it's just like I think it, it, it it's it you know stunts my creativity a little bit that I'm just like stuck in the same place that I you know mm -hmm. I have breakfast lunch and dinner and it's just like and I leave the house mm -hmm. sometimes but if I'm super busy like I don't make that time to leave the house. And I think there's, I, I think remote work is like what I've always wanted. <laughs> but when mm -hmm. I, when I, when I was telling, you know, the higher power that I wanted to work remotely, I was, I, I really meant that I want to like enjoy New York city and I want to like go to coffee shops and, you know, bounce right. around New York city working remote and do it that way. But, uh, you know, there was different plans. So, like, but I think 
overall the 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 concept of remote work is is going to be super beneficial to like me as a creative because um it just allows it just takes some of the pressure off of like having people stand over your screen and you know mm-hmm. watch you work and you could be more creative and you can make more mistakes and you could do all of these things without feeling like there's so much pressure on you to like be perfect um, mm-hmm. I think that that, especially with like black creatives, is always this certain stigma that you have to like be like two hundred percent every day, and you have to show up in ways that other people don't have to show up. So I think working from home it allows me the space to like at least I'm in my own sanctuary, and at least like I'm in the space where I feel most comfortable, um, yeah. and I'm able to like you know again make those mistakes that I I I would really beat myself up for making in if I was in person. Right, right. So in terms of process, right, because I, I feel like with the transition from being in the office to being at home, like there's a lot of different like changes you probably have to implement, whether they're positive or negative. So like, what do you like, what are some of the things that you're doing to kind of get your, your creative juices flowing now that you're like in a different, a completely different environment when you have to do, when you have to be productive pretty much? I think I think I spend like twice as much time as I did on like inspiration and research and really figuring out what I'm doing. I think I like since I'm working more, I like spend double the time doing that. And, and like I think overall, it's just it's just a better experience for me at the end because it's like challenging me to like really put my best foot forward and uh, you know 100% of the time. And I think I'm. Um, I'm slowly like figuring out how to do the things that <laughs> I'm like, I'm figuring out how to do the things I was doing slowly. I'm learning how to do those faster because I'm spending more time doing them. Um, mm-hmm. I think overall, like my process hasn't changed that much. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that the time I spend on things is a little differently, but overall I think it stays the same pretty much. I, I just, I spend a lot of time, like, looking at what other people have done. I spend a lot of time, like, figuring out what I do and don't like about those things. I spend a lot of time, you know, asking my design friends questions about what they think about those things. I spend a lot of time, you know, just trying things that I know probably won't work out, <laughs> but, like, maybe trying to figure out if they could. So I think a lot of it is just, like, putting a lot of stuff onto a page and, like, taking stuff away and, you know, figuring out what can stay and what needs to go. And I think that that's how my process always has been. It's just like the process of elimination. Mm, and, and it might take longer at first, but like, I think, I think for me, it is a process that, that has been working pretty good. Mm. So with Corona, Miss Rona, uh-huh. as everybody. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, and then again, back to that whole, you know, being in, being at home and spending more time at your desk, you know, I feel like a lot of times, especially for people like us who are creative, you know, just like sometimes we feel like that that's impeding our process and like we get into our heads a lot and we're kind of like, mm-hmm. we just, you know, we need to move around sometimes in order to find inspiration and just to feel refreshed to even come back to, to be creative. So like, what do you like? how are you keeping your, your imagination like tight during this time? Like how are you keeping your mental in check with everything that's going on? I, 
I go on a lot of walks. Um, I try to like, I try to go on a walk a day. So like, I'll just like, I'll leave my house and then I'll like, uh, go for like a, <laughs> like a 20 minute walk. <laughs> and then I'll just walk out on the side streets that I don't see pe- many people on. Mm-hmm. And I'll do that for a long time. I didn't have a car in New York because you didn't need a car in New York. Um, but, uh, since Ms. Rona <laughs> came through, I've decided to like bring my car to New York that I had back home. And, you know, I've, now I go on drives. Like some days after I'm finished with working, I'll just like drive to like Jones Beach or like the beaches nearby. And I'll just like, you know, just just drive and look and like get out the car and just like relax for a second and like take a couple deep breaths. So like, you know, just like be thankful for like the fact that one, like I'm working right now. There's a lot of people who aren't working right now. There was a period of time during coronavirus where I was not working. And then somehow, you know, I found a new job during all of this, which is a super blessing. Um, so like, I, I think most of it is like, it, it, it's very specific to, to, to the virus. It's just like, I'm super grateful that a lot of this has happened because we're like at a time where unemployment is just you know at an all-time high and it's just it's just a lot of folks who aren't working right now who are wondering or trying to figure out what the next thing is going to be or they're they're experiencing a lot of anxiety about what the next thing is going to be and you know I'm blessed to have a job and although sometimes it's, it's like super busy and it's busy to the point where like I feel like I have no imagination right and I feel like yeah. I feel like I there's no way I can come up with a new idea right now. There's no way that I could like <laughs> design this differently right now, like not in the space that I'm in, but I just think like taking a step back and like, you know, taking the breaks when you need them is super important and just taking care of yourself. And um, um, yeah, I think like all of that just like goes hand in hand when you're like dealing with like, your brain because <laughs> that's yeah. what it comes down to yeah that, that's that's completely fair um and so like even so as you were going through like the different stages of you know like not having a job and then trying to like trying to going through like to the point where you got a job like when you were creating things like did some of those emotions and some of those feelings come out into the work or was it more just like you know, I'm, I don't want to say, say bottling them up, but like with some of those yeah, yeah. kind of like coming through in your creative process or were you just leaving that as its own separate thing? No, I think, I think that, I think the way that I interact with the world, right. And the way that I like interact with like my own personal mental health and my problem and my feelings and stuff like that. I think a lot of that is like separate. And I like, I, I don't know if I purposely kept it separate, but I think a lot of that is super separate to, you know, you know, my design style and like the things that come out of my design work. And I think like if there were more projects on my hand, you know, on my, on my, you know, uh, if there were more projects that I had that would, you know, allow me to do that, I I think, yeah, that might help. Um, Mm -hmm. I think from my personal projects kind of like took a hold. I think, to be honest, I think a lot of my personal projects took a hold, you know, right after George Floyd, you know, was murdered and 
and I had just, I, I do photography and I do a lot of design stuff, and, but like, I just felt tired after that. And like, I just haven't, you know, I haven't been in the space where I feel like I've gained that, you know, I was, a, I had a lot of momentum before that. And I was just like, yeah, I'm in quarantine. I'm just going to start making stuff. And, blah, 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 blah. and I, you know, that, that happened. And then I just like felt defeated again. And I just like felt tired. And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't really like feel like working, you know, I, <laughs> I currently work for a black, a black owned business. So it's just like, I, I want to be as supportive as I can to my employer because, you know, that, and then, you know, I, I think a lot of it comes from, you know, just, just handling the parts of it that I know I can and then just like not doing anything to the parts, you know, that I'm having trouble with or that I'm struggling with or that aren't quite sure to me. And I think like, that's how I've been able to like, balance myself and really put myself in a position to where I haven't just like lost my mind. It's like, if I, if I know for a fact, I can't deal with that right now, I just won't. And, and then I'll try to figure out other ways to like deal with that aside from like taking care of myself and, and doing the things that I do. But I think my whole design process doesn't really leave much because it's just like, it's like a, it's like a puzzle. <laughs> I guess it, like it relieves some stress because it's like a puzzle, but I don't think you would necessarily like see it, see what I'm, see what I'm doing or like see what I'm going through in, in the work because the work is like super specific to a certain thing that has zero, zero to do with me. Um, okay. And I'm fine with that. You know, I'm, I'm really okay with that. That's fair. That's a really good answer, too, because sometimes I feel like that as well. You know, I'll just, I kind of take things as they come. Like, if I can't deal with it, then I just, you know, I'm, I'm focusing yeah. on stuff that I can't fix. Um, and that's just sort of kind of similar to my process as well. And so I'm going to throw, uh, maybe it's a tough question <laughs> at you. Um, um, just letting you know, it's one of those types of questions. But <laughs> yeah, how and, and when did you come to feel like that you were actually successful in your creative endeavors right because I think a lot of creatives you know, especially when they're starting out you know we're trying to figure out what is and even with this pandemic right now it's it's, it's a constant okay what's next what's next what's next um and so trying to figure out whether you're gonna have a job or whatever your current situation is just kind of like thinking ahead like sometimes you you don't even feel like you've even reached a point where you you know, you feel like you're like, it's worth it. So when did that or how did that come for you? Like, when did you start feeling like, hey, like, okay, this is this this route is for me? Uh, I think I think it's I think I started to feel it most when I left. I lived in I lived in LA for a little bit. And me living in LA was a direct, you know, correlation between, you know, the Marcus Graham project and our visit to LA during my boot camp. Um, I just fell in love with LA while we were there. But like during the time of me living in LA, I just felt like things were suffocating and I wasn't being my best creative self. I was in a job that I actually hated. And um, I was just like super confused. And then I, you know, I've always been like a, like the risk taking kind. And I always been like the type of person that's gonna like just jump out there and go do whatever I want to do. Um, so, sorry, there's a lot of uh, 
jackhammering. This has been the sounds of New York City. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're just loud all the time. Uh, I was just, I was doing a lot of like soul searching at the time and like jumping out and taking risks has always been like my thing. <laughs> I don't, I guess. So like, you know, being from a small, like a semi-small Midwestern town in Milwaukee and then just decide like, Hey, I'm just going to move to LA was a big step for me. Um, and then from that big step of like being in LA for almost three years and being like, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of over this. I'm just, I'm going to move to New York now, you know, that it, 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 a lot of people, you know, admire it. But to me, it was just like, it's something I have to do for me to like feel okay with like whatever I'm going to do after this. Because if I like go on with my life and I say, Hey, I wish I would have moved to New York city. Then I just like, I don't want to be in that point where I was just like feeling regret and feeling like I should do stuff that I, always want to do so like I think I think it's just like burnt into me that it's just like if you want to do something then you just have to figure out the plan to do it and like just do it and mm -hmm. I think once I got to New York and I started working with certain brands and there's certain places I worked that I just didn't like at all it was so boring and then I got to a place where like I was I thought would be a pretty good thing and then uh I kind of like decided that I wanted to focus more on the design aspect of my skill set rather than, you know, the conceptual art directing side of my skill set. And I think like things just started pulling together. I started collaborating with a lot of more, a lot more people. And I don't know, I, I, I wouldn't say I, I, I wouldn't say right now I feel successful. I think that that's what I'm getting to is like, I wouldn't say I feel successful because I, I don't. Um, I feel like I'm taking the steps that will ultimately lead me to being successful. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm being paid a, a pretty good wage, but I don't, I don't think that that's, you know, that's, that's a quantifier or a measurement of like how successful I am. I think it's just like somebody decided and thought that was worth that. And I don't know what success looks like for me yet either because I changed my mind so much and I don't know if I want to like be in brand design forever or if I want to like switch it up and do something else or like do I want to just like step away from like design for other people altogether because design has never been a design has never been a thing that I thought I was getting into for the benefit of other folks. I thought I was getting into it for the benefit of me. And, you know, sometimes I struggle with that. Um, mm -hmm. So like, I, I guess the answer to the question is like, I'm not yet, but I think that, you know, life is a process and like, throughout life, you know, things, different things are thrown your way and different things are, are, are given to you. You just gotta make what you make out of them. And I think that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just making what I make out of it. And I'm meeting some super, <laughs> I'm meeting some amazing people doing it. And I'm supporting some very important missions that I'm very, I'm, um, um, uh, I think I'm, I'm leaning towards the direction of uplifting the right people. And to me, that that's what design is supposed to do. Um, so I'm cool with that. Mm, that was a great answer. 
I need to like put some of that stuff in quotes and like. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you mentioned earlier too that you you know you do a lot of, um, I want to say necessarily reflecting, but you look through a lot of work work that you've done, work that other people are doing, and you kind of see what's working, what's not working. So like, what are some brands right now that you've seen that are just doing really good work that you think are, that you pull a decent amount of inspiration from? It could be like recently or like one that you've seen in the past. Um, I think anything that, anything that moves is, <laughs> is kind of what I'm looking at right now. I'm really into like, uh, at my last, at uh, my last, uh, job there was a lot of folks in there who would do some amazing animation work and amazing 3d and 4d modeling and stuff like that and just you know i'm really into that i really want to learn how to do 3d and 4d modeling and, mm. um so i think like that's a lot of it's not it's not a brand in, in particular but a lot of like my peers who are doing a lot of design in, in those ways um i really like um yeah, I'm, ter- I'm terrible at, like, just naming things. Uh, what else? Um, I do a lot of, like, I do a lot of, you know, searching for, you know, kind of what I think I'm bad at. And I, I try to improve, like, how I think of type, and I try to improve how I think of, you know, spatial design and, like, how I'm – how how different things interact with different things and how that's solving what I need to solve. Um, when it comes to like brands, uh, I don't, I don't really feel, I honestly don't feel that connected to any brand. Cause I feel like a lot of brands, you know, they, they, they pander, mm. they pander to us a lot <laughs> and they try to, they try too hard. Um, and that's like the vast majority of them. If I was to name a brand that I felt like does it right a lot of the times, it would just be Nike because they just do it right a lot of the times. Um, yeah, I think that like that's probably one of the only brands. I'm sure there's more, but I just can't think of any right now, to be honest. That's a, that's a hard question for me. Yeah, it is. It is. Honestly, it is. And that's fair. That's completely fair. Um, and so, yeah, let's, um, let's see, what, what fun question can I throw at you? Let's spice it up a little bit. Let's see here. Um, so like, what are some individuals that, that you're, that you're really feeling like their work or you just admire, like, who are some people that we should be following right now that are just, besides yourself, <laughs> cause you do really dope work. <laughs> um, who else, like, what are some people that you're following that you think just make really great art? And I think everybody should follow Jay. His Instagram is dope. I just followed him. His work is crazy, crazy dope. So that's one person. I don't. I don't. Um, I have a I have a friend from back home. Her name is Lolly Lolly Ceramics uh, on Instagram, and she's uh, a black ceramics uh, maker, and she does a lot of dope things. She did a, a hundred mug challenge where she basically uh designed 100 mugs for uh, like one mug for 100 days and then she posted it on her page and she's doing giveaways and stuff like that i think that's super dope a lot of folks i follow i just like the aesthetic of them and I, sometimes i keep up sometimes i don't i'm really terrible i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just so no, terrible, at, <laughs> I'm so okay. terrible at thinking of names and stuff 
It's all good. I'm the same way, but, honestly. Yeah. So let's plug yourself, Jay, because you you want you dope. Like your work is crazy. He's an influencer, guys. Like y'all really should be following. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> what, what, what is your Instagram handle? Like, where can we find you? Like, uh, you can find see? you can find all my work at thejblacks.com or the J Blacks Instagram. Um, yeah, that's where most of it comes from. Um, so yeah, I don't. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so I was just gonna ask, like, what's next for you? Like, what what do you have next on your list of things to do? Whether you like you want to make a big move somewhere, like, what what's next for you? Uh, well, depending on how the rest of this year goes, you know, I might <laughs> I might have to, you know, jump abroad. Uh, mm. Depending on who who votes for who. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Um, but I think I think uh, one thing that I've always wanted to do is like move abroad and move to Europe somewhere and, and work there. Um, if I can stay remote and the world can open back up and be healthy and safe again, I would love to do that. Um, other than that, I, I just want to like I'm thinking about buying a house. I'm thinking about uh, moving back home. <laughs> just so many thoughts because it's like the world is shut down. So it's like I just want to like be somewhere that's most comfortable and like build a space that you know I'm comfortable with and that I love um so yeah I think I think what I think who knows is the best answer <laughs> yeah because because who knows because I don't really have any idea I really want to just continue to like you know support support you know the people that I'm supporting and design for 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 folks that really need it, I really want to do more and, you know, you know, supporting black women and, and designing for black women and um, really supporting like small business and folks who like really need that design touch in their, you know, in their, in their business and their life and like a, anything that I could do to help. Um, I'm always down for Um so yeah, I think overall, like I'm, I'm like super, like I'm super in love with design, and I'm super in love with like the process of like creating things and creating things with people in mind. Um, so like I, I would love to have more opportunities and more uh, chances to create these things for the people you know in, that I care about most. So. Um, yeah. yeah that's really dope and again big shout out to you jay for joining us today um so early in the morning i really appreciate it i'm sure there's somebody somewhere i know all the creators on our team are gonna love this they already loved your work i sent them thank the link you, to your portfolio you. so we're i appreciate really excited about this and um everybody please 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 go follow jay on instagram at the j blacks again i just did it and his work is crazy dope um just want to say thank you to all of the listeners um as always please read the blog on at itsafternoon.com we have some really dope stuff coming up at the end of the month um so check out our agency playlist on spotify and apple music and please stick with us and check back in with us next week for our brand new topic and this is going to be afternoon out thank you jay for joining us thank you for having me man problem all right peace everybody
In the Globe Bath & Body is a natural, vegan, and cruelty-free line of Bath & Body Essentials which were designed with your relaxation and wellness in mind. Their handmade products are designed to go hand-in-hand -hand with your self-care routine. Their bath bombs and sugar scrubs are full of botanicals and essential oils that your body will love. Visit www.alltheglow.com to see the full product line. And in celebration of you, use code UPIC for 20% of your total purchase.